this isn't a money thing. This is a passion thing. Like, I love it. You have to understand. This is the most fundamental day one shit that I think anybody could learn in real estate. Great guy, had a lot of skills, but his process sucked. Four months, nothing, nothing, nothing. And then no month number five, boom, seven sales. Oh, this isn't working. No, it's just not working yet. You cannot be good at something without sucking first. Man, I this is my favorite part of my week. That's a, it, it's a good part of the week. It really is. I'm excited. We've had some really good comments on some of the episodes recently. The one where you blindsided me <laughs> and started getting me to open up about what it's really like to be an entrepreneur sometimes. Yeah. That's, it's a lonely, lonely place. That seems to be like one of the most impactful ones that we did. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think sometimes, but people, truly though, people just see one side of it, right? And they see that from everybody. Right. And I think it just takes that, it, ta it takes a really strong personality type, a really strong person to come in and be vulnerable as to what the, the other side of the coin can and does look like from time to time. So again, we're getting a lot of feedback from it. I'm not that bad of a guy. People seem to think I bullied you or something. No, it's great. I mean, you blindsided me. I did. I'll give you that. And it wasn't <laughs> what I was expecting to talk about. But hey, look, it's not always rainbows and butterflies. And I think it's important for people to know that. Yeah. And here's some of the mistakes that I've made that people can learn from. Okay. And I make mistakes just like anybody else. Some of the mistakes that I've made is my heart is bigger than my brain. I care so much about the people around me that sometimes my optimism, right, catches up to me, right? Well, we'll grow out of this. We can just continue to grow, grow, grow. Well, there comes a certain point where growth isn't going to be the same speed as what you've been used to, right? We went from 135 deals to 205 deals in a year. Then we went to 257 deals. And then, you know, things, volatility happens in the market. You get a policy change. And all of a sudden there's 24% less sales in an entire year in your market. Okay. Now you go from 257, you're down to 236. So you do well in comparison to everybody else, but all of a sudden that business model that you were planning to get to 300, now all of a sudden you're at 230. You know, like these are real things that can happen as you're running these businesses. And, uh, so the, the lesson is guys, a make sure that you Go off of your current numbers when you're making decisions. That's important. Don't just go off optimism of like, well, here's where we're going to be, right? We made some expansion plans last year. We expanded, which is great. However, we came like 100 deals shy of the goal we'd set for ourselves. And we thought it was a pretty conservative goal when we looked at it. So we staffed for this growth and it didn't quite go to the way that we had hoped, right? Now, we performed well in comparison to a lot of people in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. we, we gained market share. We gained market share, but our expenses outgrew the, the growth that we'd hoped for. And it didn't make sense and it no longer was viable. So it actually made sense for us to make some hard business decisions and go back to a leaner meter machine. The other thing is, one thing that we, we can unequivocally say is not everybody is meant to do this business. That's the truth. And sometimes because we're optimists, we believe we can take anybody and make them successful. But the truth is you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make them drink. I can give you all the key secrets to be successful, but the reality of it is if you don't have a, that dog in you that tells you you want to do it, it's not going to happen. I'll give you a story. My seven-year-old, Timothy, is turning, he's turning, he's going to probably, by the time this drops, he's going to be eight, okay? I love, I love this kid. What I love about him is the fact that he is just like has that like dog in him. I remember last year, one year today, we took him skating, first time ever. He fell in a 45 minute ice session, he fell over 50 times. We have it documented. 
it, it, I mean, it was hilarious. He would get up, fall down 50 times, but he kept getting up every single day. You and I would be in a hospital. Oh, I'm sure. 100%. We'd have pulled a million things. We'd have been off that ice. Most kids would have given up, cried. No way. This kid kept getting up. And then he's like, mom, dad, I want to play hockey. I'm like, are you serious? We laughed for three days straight. Every day he's like, we, I want to play hockey. I want to play hockey. To a point where my wife and I had to sit down and say, okay, well, this kid, like, he wants it. Well, I mean, he's so far behind because most kids have been playing since they're four and five. Like, what are we going to do? Well, I said, hockey doesn't start till September. This was February of last year. What are we going to do? Well, we're going to basically get him a lot of ice time. So let's get him into skating lessons, get him into power skating. If there's any hockey camps, let's put him in that. We were able to get him about 50 sessions before September. So he got 50 practice sessions. First year in hockey, he's playing with the kids that are two, three years in. He's already made a rep team in his first year. Hmm. He's, he's playing rep hockey now. He skates unbelievable. If you see the difference, it's like, holy, right? This kid had that drive though, right? We didn't have to push him. He pushed himself. Like he wanted it. And that's like, if you're listening right now and you're like, I suck or I'm not good at something, I want you to remember the story, my seven-year-old, because he sucked too. Like it was bad and we had to watch this, but we watched this progression and the self-belief kept growing and growing and growing. And he's just kept showing up, kept showing up to a point now where he was able, he's the only first year that made a rep team, by the way. And he's really one of the best players on his team already because he's just willed himself to do it. But what was it? It's all the practice. You cannot get to where you want to be in life without practice. And you have to be okay with sucking at first. Everybody sucks when they start. And we see this with our academy, Joe. We see this with all the students we work with. And we work with people that have been in the industry for a long time. Oh, yeah, 30, 30 plus years. And some of them have been successful. 35 deals a year, 50 deals a year. But the truth is, they suck. Their skills suck when they actually break it down. A lot of their skills aren't where they need to be. And by the time we work with them, they realize, wow, there's so many ways I could have done this better. The reason I wasn't able to scale is because I didn't have the conscious competence on how to do this. And and so that's what we help them do is develop the right habits so that they become successful. So what I want to talk about today, because I really like giving you guys value when you guys are paying attention to our podcast. It means a lot to us. And we want you to comment below today on some of the things that we go through. But one of the things that I think is really important right now is understanding like the art of a true buyer's process. Mm. And I got to tell you, I speak to a lot of agents and there's some that have been in the business for a long time that have very bad habits. And you can get away with bad habits if you get enough opportunities okay so the truth is is a lot of people Mm -hmm. are doing okay because they just have enough opportunities they've been at it long enough the standards are low enough in their marketplace but it kills me to know how much they're leaving on the table like how many opportunities that they are not converting because of lack of process so let me give you an example of the educational tour okay Definitely, because I think that this is something everybody needs to pay attention to because so many people don't have, like there's a gap in knowledge. There really is. Everybody wants to gain that level of, of competence, but there's this giant gap. And to me, buyer's process is the most fundamental piece of real estate. This is where everything starts. Let's add that level of context. Everybody wants to know how to ace a listing presentation. Everybody wants to convert leads at a high percent before they even have any type of ad spend running. But this is the most fundamental day one shit that I think anybody can learn in real estate. Well, because I'm trying to become a better storyteller, I'm going to use a story of an agent. 
Okay. You working on storytelling? I'm working on storytelling. All right. I've got a story of an agent. Can I grade the story afterwards? Sure you can. Brand new agent two years ago. Actually, a year and a half ago. Brand new. What did he do in the beginning? Well, he went through and he kind of got pieces of our buyer process and we, we explained the value of it. Here's some of the mistakes that he made early on. Go out, buyer, somebody wants to go look at some properties. He got really excited mm-hmm. and he'd go out and show them properties. Then he wouldn't hear from some of them. That was the end of it, right? Well, he was a glorified door opener. Okay, we'd go back to the drawing board. Hey, so talk to me about your steps. Well, you know, I, I, I went and met with him. Well, did you have a thorough consultation? Did you have, did you plant the seed for an educational? No, no, no. Well, yeah, I missed that. Okay, well, try that next time. So then he goes out, books an educational tour. Oh, he's so excited. I got an educational tour. I did it exactly how you said, Jason. Well, did you have a thorough consultation with all the decision makers beforehand? Did you go through those steps? Did you make sure that you ask questions like, hey guys, it's important that you know exactly what your budget is. So when we're out looking at homes, I'm not showing you properties that don't make financial sense to you. Did you go through that? Did you take the time to prepare? Well, no, I I didn't do that. Okay, so now he goes, shows houses, and then he's wondering why they're not taking action and they're sitting on the fence, right? Oh yeah, no, that was a good house. Mm -hmm. Or finally, okay, he. so again, I'm like, Chase, you gotta do this. Oh, I just dropped his name. Oh no. I just dropped his name, sorry buddy. Not that guy. Sorry. Oh no, right? They want to write an offer. Okay, great. So they're, we're putting together an offer. Well, they don't have their ducks in a row. Now they're panicked. They're stressed. They're trying to work behind the scenes. He manages to get a property under contract. It gets tied up. First collapse. 24 oh. hours later, they call because, oh man, you know what? We've thought about it. And, and anyways, like we're just not able to get our financing. We go back to the drawing board. And what I love about this guy, and he reminds me of, of, of Timmy. In the beginning, I'm a, listen, he kind of sucked. Great guy, had a lot of the skills, but his process sucked. But would go back to the lab and he kept he kept showing up, right? He kept getting back up and doing the right things and we'd go back to the lab and we'd dissect the process. Hey, you need, when you book an educational tour, you need to get the consultation beforehand and you need to buy yourself the time. So we'd go through that and we'd practice what that looked like and we'd work through it. Boom, he follows the process for the first time. Bam. Takes people that told him they were a year out. All of a sudden, within weeks, He's writing an offer and guess what? They're having a good experience because they're prepared. They walk through the house. He's already got a plan. They know Mm -hmm. exactly what their budget is and he gets his first deal. Now there was a period there of almost four months where he had to blindly just keep doing the right things. I was like, just stay on track. Keep doing the activities, the boring stuff, do the hard things. Just stick with it. Stick with it. Four months, nothing, 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 nothing. And then month number five, boom, seven sales. Wow. Seven sales. Most people would have given up way earlier than that because I, I got to make money. They panic. They get in their heads and they panic. Well, this isn't working. No, it's just not working yet. Mm-hmm. That's important for you to understand. So I, I'm jumping around in the story, but going back to what this person had to learn was that your process is very, very important. And if you miss even one small step in that process, it will affect the outcome dramatically. And so if you're the type of agent that is going out there and showing properties and you're like, well, I'll show some a few properties and then I'll work on dialing them in. You are setting the foundation to that relationship that you are no more than a glorified door opener. You are not an advisor at all. So 
Don't be surprised when they treat you like a glorified door opener, which means they're going to tell you when they go look at houses. They're going to say, oh, I see this house here. I'd like to see it on their time. They're not going to respect you the way they would a professional. A professional says, hey, here's my recommendation. We should be out looking at some properties so you can develop some context for the market and I can get a really good, clear understanding of exactly what it is that you like and what you don't like so that when the right opportunities present themselves, I'll be the first one to be able to point them out to you. In fact, I'm going to be working through my networks as an agent and uncovering these opportunities behind the scenes before they even hit the market. When's a good time that you guys can sneak away for a couple hours to look at about four or five homes, right? Learning that process, that's the educational tour script, and it works great. Love it. Once you get it booked, you say, hey, by the way, Ryan, before we get out there with you and Ashley, I need 15 to 20 minutes to jump on a Zoom call with both of you. And it's really important that Ashley's on that call because I really want to include her in the conversation, right? She's going to have a lot of really valuable, important input that we need. And the second thing is I'm going to arm you guys with the same technology tools that I use as an agent so you can see all the right properties up to the minute. Do you have some time later today? Book it as soon as possible. Learning these processes and then learning what to say during these conversations is, is huge. It's so important because here's what I know. If you do the work properly up front, you get to know all the decision makers. You have all the right questions. You make sure that they're feeling really excited and comfortable in the process your first interaction with them in person is going to be a lot more comfortable. You're not going to have the anxiety. You're looking forward to it. And they're looking forward to meeting you. Because here's the thing. If they're meeting you at a property for the first time, they're just as anxious as you are. What have you done to create an experience that makes them feel really comfortable? Well, you haven't if you skipped these steps. With our process, you're meeting people and you're like, hey, it's so good to see you guys in person. I'm really excited. You know what their needs are because you took the time to listen and ask the questions. You engage them. You've got the communication threads going with them, right? There's been a lot of back and forth. They've already got their pre-approval. If there was a home that needed to be sold, you've already done the market evaluation. You already have the plan and the strategy, right? Now you can relax and show them homes. And what I love about this process is you make you do the work up front. Once they start walking through the right properties and they know that they can afford them, Human, human nature is, Joe, even if they told you they're going to do something a year from now, they're going to be putting offers on houses much sooner. Why? Because humans don't like delayed gratification. Why would I wait for something that I can have now? Mm -hmm. It's just not how we're wired. But the reason people initially say that in the beginning, because it seems like quite a leap to go from point A to point B. For people listening right now, if you want a copy of our, our buyer process, just post buyer process right now in the chat and we'll get you a copy of it. I, and free of charge. Like I just want to give you value, but I'm telling you, if you can learn to master these little things, it will make a huge impact in your business. And going back to Chase, brand new agent. Guess how many sales you did his very first year? Tell me. I think he did over 32, 32 home sales in his first year as an agent. He sucked in the beginning. Let's be honest, his process was terrible. He, there was a lot of things we had to work through. Just like my son who couldn't skate mm -hmm. a year ago. Literally could not skate. We have it on video. We laugh about it all the time. And then now we look now and he's just like, wow. Like I can't even believe what he did in a year. Well, it's the same thing with Chase. What do they both have in common? Determination, grit. Chase always comes in, 
always comes into our office and is asking for more. Hey, how do I get better? How do I do this? He's call, constantly calling myself, calling our senior agents on the team, wanting to learn. He has that drive and that hunger. Mm-hmm. And it's no, it's no wonder that he made six figures, a healthy six figures too, in this last year. I'm so, like, I love people like that. Those are the people that are successful. And it's because they're, they're willing to suck but not give up and keep getting back up over and over and they keep working and, and doing the tweaks. See, a lot of people want to skip the sucking part and just be really good, which is impossible. It doesn't exist. It's not actual reality. You cannot be good at something without sucking first. I love it, man. I, hey, there's, there's really not much that I can even add to that. I mean, Chase is a phenomenal guy, a really good friend of mine and friend of all of, all of ours. And I, I think that, again, it's that natural tenacity, it's that tenacity, like I want to do better tomorrow than I did today. It's that constant quest for education. It's that it's, it's rising to that occasion, right? Some people get dwarfed by the event. Some people rise to the occasion. So for anybody listening right now, if you have been that person where you have lost those buyers and it's just chipped away at your soul, if you're that person sitting there right now going, man, I'm lacking the structure, the process, and the discipline to actually make it in this industry, we want to help. We want to help. Hit us up, right? Buyers process. Send out that lifeline because we're right here. We got you. We got you. And this is what we do. And, and I, I share those stories because they're real factual stories that happen, and that is the progression of life. And I'll tell you, if I was recruiting somebody, I care more about their tenacity mm-hmm their personality than I care about their experience. Cause the truth is it's like, if you've got that dog in you where you're just like, I'm going to be successful no matter what, I know that you'll overcome any of the obstacles in front of you. But the reality of it is some of you that are listening right now, when you really think about it, when things get tough, what do you normally do? You run, mm-hmm. you fold, you quit too early, right? You don't allow yourself to stay in those uncomfortable waters cause you're constantly, constantly seeking comfort. And the pursuit of comfort comes at a big price. And the price is you're going to be dis, like very uncomfortable financially. Mm-hmm. Comfortable people financially had to be very uncomfortable to get there. And that's the way real estate is set up. There's no guaranteed money. You literally live or die by your own skill and your own tenacity and your drive. There is endless amount of opportunity out there. There's multiple ways that you can build a successful business. In fact, what we do is get take the time to know our students and then we cater their plan based on their personality type, based on their strengths. Because I'll tell you, the way I build a business might be different than how you would build a business. And that's okay. As long as we're doing the right consistent disciplined things, right? I built the business a very specific way. I wanted the phone to be my main tool. So I just figured out how to do some amazing marketing. I invested in the right areas and I had an abundance of opportunities and leads coming in every single day. I had a headset on and I was hitting the phones. I didn't have to go door knock a thousand doors. I could make thousands of phone calls, right? And every day I spoke to 20 people every single day at a minimum. 20 people that I was proactively talking about real estate and I was working my skills. All the things that have been developed in our academies and everything were things that I used while I was in production doing 125 to 135 home sales every single year. And these are the things that I used to help build some of these amazing agents that we've had the pleasure of working with. Hundreds now. But I'll tell you, it's the same with all of them. 
the successful ones just have that drive and they're able to stay in that uncomfortable water long enough to really start seeing the other side of it. But if you can't be uncomfortable for any length of time and all you do is seek comfort, this business won't be for you. Absolutely. So if you want to learn more, hit us up, right? Reach out because you yourself are, are neck with a new wave of Academy starting February 26th. It kicks off. You're going to be involved. You're going to, you're getting your hands dirty, man. And I think people need to hear it from you. You engineered this process. So I'm so excited. I, I'm, I'm pumped. I, I lose, I'm a nerd. I, I lose sleep over this stuff. So I got to say, your story was on point today. I liked it. Thanks, man. Well, hey, listen, uh, I am excited about what we've built here. I'm excited about the difference that we're making in people's lives. Like mm-hmm. for me, I'm not, this isn't a money thing. This is a passion thing. Like I love it. You have to understand, you guys know because you see it. When you see me getting into those calls and I get into those scenarios and I'm working with agents and I'm helping them work through things and I'm mm-hmm. giving them tools, I'm in the lab working with our guys, I love it. Right, like that is for me. That's my stage. That's my masterpiece. Yeah. Like I love it more than anything. Honestly, I love my family, but like this is a close second. <laughs> this is a close second. <laughs> like I just love it that much. So, anyways, if I can be of assistance to you, if you're getting value from these podcasts, we always appreciate the comments. Comment below. If there's something that you're needing to work through, and you'd like for us to cover it on this podcast, just send us a message. Post it in our in our comment section. Right. We're not the biggest podcast, but I'll tell you, pound for pound, we bring a lot of value week over week. And I think if you stay tuned in here, you're going to get a lot from it. And if you want to like speed up the process to your success, then check out our Sims Agent Academy. Check out what we're doing. We've created a high-performance method that is specifically designed that if you put in the work and you show up with the right attitude, it's foolproof. It will get you to six figures in 12 months or less if you do the steps. Love it. Cool. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you all listening. See you, man.